All right, so here we are, people. Um, I'm talking to two of my friends today. Um, first, at the top here, I have Ibiemi, who is an avid film watcher. And Ibiemi, do you want to say a few more things about yourself? Hello, hello. First of all, I'm not an avid film watcher. Oh. But I do. I do. <laughs> no, you <bet>. lie. <laughs> he says that now. He says that now. Really? Okay. But, but, but I do. But I do. I do enjoy watching movies, and I do tend to get really engrossed in them. So I feel like I have the um, the emotional investment to be able to have a conversation about movies that I've seen anyway. Okay. Thank you for that. Non-avid film watcher. All right, and then next, I have my friend Tolu Arekoya. Tolu, also emotionally invested in film, TV content. All of that that she said is right. So I am not a, I'm not professional. I'm nowhere near professional, but I do love um, watching movies. I do love watching a lot of TV. So Netflix, Hulu, all sorts of TV is my kind of uh, backyard. And especially, sorry, Lola. My K dramas and my K movies. Oh, I am very much Korean content. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand the, that obsession. It's anyway. it so good. But, anyways, <laughs> another, another conversation for another time. <laughs> well, and so for me, I have a wee bit of experience in filmmaking, um, having made a short film and having worked in Nigeria's TV and film industry for a very short minute. Um, so, I also really enjoy films and TV. So, always happy to talk about them and to analyze it, you know, anyway. So the two, um, uh, I don't know what to say, the film and the series we're going to talk about today, because our focus here is going to be mostly on African content, right? No K-dramas yeah. for us, at least not yet. Sorry to you. <laughs> Sorry to you. Um, we're going to be talking about Blood and Water, which was released on yes. Netflix. It's South African. It's a series, six episodes. And then we're going to talk about Living in bondage, LIB. I hate calling it LIB because then it sounds like I'm talking about Linda Ikeji's blog. blog. <laughs> okay, why, why don't we call it breaking free since that's the tagline? Breaking the, free, uh, yeah. Okay, so living in bondage, breaking free. Also released on Netflix recently, although it had come out earlier in Nigeria. So, should we start with blood and water? I keep wanting to say blood and wine. Blood and water. <laughs> <laughs> Do this in remembrance of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Anglican in you, possibly. <laughs> Meanwhile, just a quick thing before we go on. Years ago, I started writing a series, and I wanted to call it, I'm pretty sure, I think I wanted to call it Children of Blood and Water. And I asked a friend for what they thought, and they're like, ooh, that's too dark. And I was like, okay, I threw it away. So see, never listen to your see, friend. Sir. You, you were ahead of your time. <laughs> I was. <laughs> okay. the, did you not read the, oh, this is an aside, but there's a whole <laughs> kerfuffle on the internet with some um, Nigerian author and Nora Roberts. They oh, had that yeah. whole yeah. Mm-hmm. something. I know, so, I know. You were a trendsetter. I was, just, you know. Um, it, just, it was just a private thing, so nobody knew about it. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's get to blood and water. Um, first, I guess we'll talk about how how did you how did how did you feel overall? We can start with you, Ibiemi. Um, I thought it was very good. I, to be fair, there there are moments I thought, well, this is a bit cliche, felt a bit Western, the story and all that at first. But overall, I felt good. It was it was something that I was proud of that came out of Africa. 
it was very it felt very modern it felt very hot very young very hip um, and it painted africa in a very good light so for me it was enjoyable and actually i enjoyed the drama i, I really enjoyed the drama I, I, it was I, kind I, of yeah, <laughs> yeah but i really enjoyed the drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was quite good i enjoyed it i enjoyed everything actually it was not this was my wife and i have this thing that we do when we watch something on tv and we look at each other and like oh <gasps> Very, very dramatic. And we did that a lot on this one. And that only happens when we're enjoying it. So overall, it was a very <gasps> moment for us or okay. serious for us. Okay. Tolu, what did you think? I thought it was interesting in a lot of ways. I think they did a lot of, I think from a, for me, I found it a little, I, I think they were a little obvious in some of their plot points. But I think that there's a lot of interesting things that they did that makes it worth watching. And we're going to go into the conversation. I mean, they did a lot of things with around like sex and nudity that I found very interesting. Yeah. They did a lot of lamp shading, which I was like, dude, um, like uh, ABME said, I think they, there was a, there were a lot of points that they could have not gone with the cliche, but they went with a cliche, which I wasn't too happy about. But other, other than that, I thought that they, the character development was really great. There were some good twists and turns. There were some interesting sort of, progression within the storyline that I really found that really did justice to the characters and mm. and it's just it's very um, like it's like an African version of Sabrina and the Teenage Witch or one of these yeah. uh, I got one of those teenage yeah CW it's like a CW show yeah mm. it was really good I thought it was, it was I thought it wasn't too bad mm, okay did, did you get the feeling like the characters, you couldn't really hate anyone? Well, the, there was one person I still kind of hated for a lot of the parts, but there were lots of characters I kind of had lots of empathy for. Like, even though I don't want to be this person's friend, or I don't really like this person, but mm. I kind of understand where they're coming from. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I found so the I, character I, I a little I found that very interesting. Yeah, she was annoying. Mm. You know how, like, you come to this school with all this drama, and then you're just, like, casually just dating this boy and just carrying on with life. I'm like, really? Yeah, she was very selfish. But then that's a a character change. But then it was was born as Exactly, exactly. Wait, say that again, Tozu. I'm saying that's a teenager, though. Like, they... I I guess. It can take a lot. I mean, it's a lot of emotional turmoil for them. And I I think back to what we were doing in, in high school, I'm just like... Yeah, we had a little bit of this, some of this drama going on, not as badly, but I remember being in school and we had scandals and that all sorts true. of things happening. But you know the funny thing about those scandals? At the time, they seemed so big, right? And, oh because my God, they were. Life is over, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I enjoyed it, but it's, at the same time, I... I felt like there was some kind of soul. I don't know. Sometimes when I'm looking for, when I'm listening to music, I'm like, I don't feel a soul. And I felt like I didn't feel. For, for me, the, the things that I didn't, if you, I don't know about, I don't know whether, there's something I didn't connect with. Yeah, but I, that's it. I, I, I explained it away mm. because it was South African, if that makes sense. And also, I'm like, okay, I'm also not a teenager so you know yeah i, I, I think yeah, i'm also I, jaded having now being older and i'm rolling my eyes at these things and maybe kids would connect differently i don't know but yeah it was well but done I, should, should well, kids be watching that show though I, yes ah. because that's what they do to be honest oh, no. like this ah. the, the, the funny thing is like ah. some of these things I remember not exactly the same, but I mean things like we one of the some of the reasons when I was in high school that we would get suspended, people would get suspended 
we had a lot of like seniors rights like you could when we were seniors you could go out and drive whenever you um, you had a break from school and you didn't have periods you would get in your car you could drive, out and drive yes <laughs> so you know I, was, I went to a fancy porsche school okay so, oh my god right? I, I was like i don't know about driving <laughs> drive okay so I, went to, I went to I went to GIS, which is an international school. Ah. And when I was like a form three, form four student, um, those in lower and upper six could get in. The, we could drive to school first of all. So um, because um, we were over the, some people would be over the age of eighteen. So you okay. could drive to school. When you had a free period, you could drive out of the um, out of the premises and still come back as long as you attended classes. Now we had a student who his mother found him on the beach. <laughs> he was supposed to be in class and so like yeah that's how that privilege went and then we used to have a common room for the seniors and then there's this whole kerfuffle of some people being caught doing some things they shouldn't have mm. in the common room and then that got taken away and you know so i like we had a lot of these scandals people getting caught doing a lot of things they shouldn't have been doing on school campus and so yeah i can feel i can i can i can connect with a lot of that happening in like all these fancy posh schools um, yeah, but this school was extra fancy. Though this school was extra. did you see their classrooms? Like they have desks, they had desks, and iPads, and things. Like yeah. So to be very, to be honest with you, a lot of education in East and Southern Africa is kind of like that. Oh, really? Really good schools, especially because you use. Well, I don't know about day schools, but when I was in school in East Africa when I was young, like the boarding schools would have like the class six students would have their own room to themselves and these are like these are 11 12 year olds and they would have really? tea brought to them in their senior room and i mean it was really i mean this really eastern southern africa is really fancy when we, it comes we to we had the- corner you had your own <laughs> 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 That's what we had. i went i went to runner secondary we like, for two years that was i mean i, I have nigerian boarding school experience so, <laughs> But yeah, East Africa can be really fancy and they do the uniform things and those blazers and all of that stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. But it, well, actually, so when you start talking about the looks, that's another thing that I thought was actually quite cool. They all look so good, my goodness. Yeah. They, as in, there's, there's something that you said on your Facebook post at some point, uh, some, some posts ago, Lola, you're like, the camera loved them. Yeah, and I thought if this the camera loved these people unapologetically, mm-hmm. like, and they looked a lot of them looked very. I mean, they obviously a couple of people who were kind of like mixed race or you know, had that tinge or something mm-hmm. going on, but a lot of them were just you know black, like us, looking really nice. I thought this is so cool. Oh no, I, I really like that. I really, really like that. Well, it was like that blend of like everything was sort of seamless. There were surprisingly few white characters, no white male. No, oh, that, that guy, that, that um, bisexual guy was, was, yeah, male, see, was white. Oh, really? Oh, right? Ooh, and, and, and then the, the teacher as well, the swim, swim coach was, well, it's not white though, it's Asian. Yeah. I think it's like, Asian or something. Yeah, I don't yeah it's Asian. But I, I like the fact that the lead character was, you know me, I'm always about, you know, darker skin, darker hair. Yeah. And yeah, it was the lead because... When I saw Queen Sono, I was like, oh no, are we going there again where it's always going to be, you know, mixed race Africans, curly hair. I mean, nothing against people who are mixed race and curly hair, but that's when that's all you see, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah. I'd have liked to see, I'd have liked to see her best friend. 
because as well, and this this might this might come out wrong, but there's this sort of there's this thing I've heard at least from Nigerian men that oh, South African women, you know, the way their bodies are built, like really thick and solid. And she was this kind of petite, really small, slender girl, and her in her bikini, she looked amazing. And I'd like to see her best friend who had that what I perceive my own limited knowledge as a sort of South African body, like very what's the word? Is it boxer that they're looking for? Is that if that's the polite word? I don't know. Well, but some you know, some really yeah, reverse. So very, very, very curvaceous yeah. as the main character. Somebody that actually, and I don't know whether it's right to say they look South African, but you know, her best friend looks South African, if you know what I mean. Or mm. the other girl who who um who was the girl that was the um the, the press club person. Yeah, the, the press, press club. club. Yeah, yeah, she looks right. I mean, somebody like that as well. It'd be good to see people like that in as the protagonist, as the person that you're supposed to like, as opposed mm. to the person who is crazy. You know how we always have the the big person is always the uh, you know, comedy friend. feature, the be- best friend and the funny person. Yeah. And I'd like to see that person as the main character. I mean, but I like the fact that they all look looked yeah. really African and looked very good. Yeah. So that's what I like. One of the things I did like about um, Blood and Water was that the bestie was actually a little bit more curvy. And she yeah. was not like her body was like who and she was she was getting guys and she was, you know, she's yeah. this good chick and she's she is who she is. And confident, yeah. Yes, unapologetic. And she wasn't just like a um I mean she was a little bit of comic relief, but not just that. I mean she was still a best yeah. friend who who had yeah. issues with her friend and was a confidant and all of that stuff. So I really, really like that. Yeah. Wow. I you guys really thought about this. I felt I was like, I enjoyed it. <laughs> you like, enjoyed it, that's it. Uh, I don't know, you know. But anyway. No, I think it was a good show. I mean, any last words? We're going to move on just so we keep this short. Hey, one I of the things the other I didn't thing like, like was, the, was the, especially early on, the sex scenes that they had. Mm. I think it's important because for both scenes, um, I think one with the bestie and then the one with, I can't remember whom, but the, both, in, no, um, with the swim coach and... Um, um, Pune or whatever her real name yeah. was. Yeah. The scenes, both of the males were naked and the women were fully clothed. Huh, interesting. I didn't know this. This back. is true. This is true. Wait. There was a lot of... There was a lot of... Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of sort of back nudity for the, for the male yeah. characters. It was all the way down. If you look, it was down. I was like, because... Anyways, I was paying attention, but if you look, <laughs> I was paying attention. <laughs> Both men were kneeling, and you could see their backs and their side profile. So you could see that they weren't wearing any boxers. I don't know whether they were wearing or whatever mm-hmm. protection that they usually do in these movies, kind of things. But yeah. for both the women were fully clothed, and I don't think but, you get. But what's her name again? Pumle. Pumle. I can't remember how you say. No, the um, no, not not the lead character. Not that's her her baby adopted name. What's her real name? Oh. What do you think her real name? She's not a, no, like the, the, the sister, the, the actual protagonist. She was naked though. Yeah, she was yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was episode six. So that's went all but, the way. But did you notice that the whole the whole time she put her hands over her boobs? So yeah, you know, I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was quite, I thought that was actually a very cool detail because it does two things. It didn't give us too much gratuitous flesh, but also I imagine that a teenage child or a teenage virgin will probably be a little bit shy oh, about her body yes. as well. 
and she wasn't going into it like, come on, take me. I'm, I'm this perfect woman who's confident in her body and confident in what we're about to do. So I thought that that little detail also yeah. actually endeared me to her a little bit. As a father of girls, I don't ever want to imagine that that's happening at age 17. <laughs> but actually, I thought, you know, like, it made me feel like, even if it, it made me feel like, okay, this is a child. Mm. And maybe slightly empathetic to her because it was past me that was like, ah, oh, you're running the lane now. What's, what's ah? <laughs> Teenage girls, you know? But, <laughs> but actually, at that, at that point, I was a little bit like, you know, everybody just wants to get a little leg over, you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, I was a little bit empathetic on that one. Yeah, we had one of those scandals in our school. So yeah, it's not. It's not oh, us. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm glad that it was realistic. I mean, children are having yeah. I mean, that's just the... But I'm sorry, but I, it, it, she don't know be having sex that looks that, that, looked that good. No. It was, it was so well choreographed. Yeah. Like, the boys looked like they knew what they were doing. I'm like, calm down, Jerry. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's TV now. You know, we can't be bumbling on TV. <laughs> You know, you can't be fumbling around. And, yeah, you know, you know, it has to be perfect. Yeah. But so it was I, enjoyable, Sha. I mean, so you'd recommend it, right? Oh, 100%, I would. I think 100%. that the only thing is that one of the things they did was that some of the things were so obvious that were going to happen. Mm. I knew the first scandal as it was going to happen. I knew there were some places I knew that, you know, two characters that who were going to do something when as soon as she came into the room, I knew what was going to happen because they were just too obvious about lampshading a lot of the things that were going on. I mean, it's like, okay, this is what's going to happen next. And I think if they're going to go into season two, they have to really work on not being so obvious with surprises. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Now we are going to move on to living in bondage, breaking free. Well, uh, Why do you uh, don't tell me you don't like it. Is it is this where we're going to fall out? Is this we're going to fall out? Because I absolutely love the movie. Oh my gosh. Please end it now. End this now. Let's just go. Let's end on a high. Oh <laughs> Two and a half hours, man. That movie. I is... was, no, I was in my feelings though. Come on, stop it. <laughs> like I was deep in my feelings. Oh my gosh. No, the first time I watched it, I was on the couch like, oh my God. I mean, I was grinning like an idiot. I was like, oh my God. For me, it was the little things. It was the like little what? things. For example, just even just the business of acting or like leaving your ca two characters as car speeds up and leave, leave them in the dust. It was little things. Tobey, you know, waiting for his cousin, right? And he's eating watermelon and then he's spitting out as he's running down to meet with him. You know, it's those little things that we don't see in Nollywood. We see them in other yeah. films, and maybe this is why people feel like, mm, what was the big deal? For me, seeing those things was a big deal because we don't film those things. We just go from boom, 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 you know, dialogue, 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 and we don't kind of let the camera linger on things. There is one thing, there is one thing that I don't get a lot from mm. um, Niger movies, and or even in lots of the artistry generally, and sometimes I just, I just can't relate. Mm. It doesn't, I mean, I can, sometimes I get it in my head, but it doesn't really hit me like in my emotions. I don't feel any sort of what's the word um, connection. I, connection. I don't feel any sort of connection with it in a deep sense. Mm -hmm. I can understand it, mm -hmm. but I felt the connection in a deep sense in a lot of the scenes. The main character, that guy was that guy's a guy. <laughs> like forget. That was great. Like he he was he was good because the thing is, and maybe maybe it's a guy thing. I could I honestly 100% believed his his drive mm -hmm. to succeed 
I believed and him, the yeah. pain and the I believed him and the pain that he was that he experienced, you know, when he was struggling. And another thing, he was actually clever. You know, a lot of all these Nigerian movies, they just make it look like, oh, the guy's a fine guy. You know, he just wants to make it big and that's it. And then he meets some bad guys and then they do something. But this is actually painful because, or he was, I could relate because he was clearly educated. He clearly knew what he was doing. He was trying his best. And he really should have, I mean, if, if, if the world was a fair place, he really should have been given a, a chance to actually succeed without all the ex, um, external factors that actually played played a part in his life. So I think for him, for, from that perspective, I was sold. There were lots of things I was sold on. Him as an individual, his relationship with his adoptive parents and his relationship with his brother. Mm. Like we talk about male suicide and male mental illness and you know, all of that. And I just felt like, you know what, this is, this is such a good way to make it normal that guys should open up to guys and be there for one another. My favorite line, you did not bash me. I can not cry. You did not bash the car. We bashed the car. Ah, oh, boy, oh, it's me, it's me, yeah, my chest. <laughs> you did okay. not bash the car. We bashed the car. That for me did it. That for me did it. Like, okay. yeah. Yeah. Tolu, what did you think? So I was, I, let me talk about the things that I think they did well. I think okay. they did a lot of the continuity, like you mentioned, well. I think that Ramsey Noah was just having so much fun chewing scenery like no tomorrow. He was just in his element and he was doing his thing. But I just, I just wish it was a tighter story. I mean, does it really need to be two and a half it, hours? It was. It was. It's, a lot of the I, conversations. I, I mean, watching it again, I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, this is still talking about the same thing. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know, come on now. The, the scene in the dungeon or the ceremony, that yeah. ceremony was about was about seven five to seven minutes long. Yeah, I'm like, why? 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 Okay, so you killed somebody. Move on. Exactly. But then you have to realize that the audience that is watching it lives, breathes for those moments where we are like, <laughs> <You> think so? <laughs> like Nigerians love that. Honestly, we do, and but we want to see for seven minutes though. I mean, but this is we spend. Have you not watched an Hollywood movie made made for the masses? As they spend so much time doing all these <laughs> long, very unnecessary, like Jennifer, the final scene in Jennifer, I will always be so confused by because to, tomorrow, I don't know what happened. <laughs> just went on. But I realized that it's, um, I mean, for me, I, what I liked about that is it was a more cohesive story, but I think they dropped a lot of plot points. Mm. Um, came and went. The the blogger that was, I mean, I, I didn't get the acting so much. I was supposed to be a little bit holding his whatever and doing this whole rocking thing. It was just, mm. I mean. Hmm. It, it was, yeah, I, I could see where they were going there, but yeah. I mean, I thought yeah, they were work. trying to portray obsession, weren't they? Yeah, like, and he had this thing, like, he was always drinking water and, you know, crinkling bottles, and yeah. It was OCD, I think. I mean, or one of these, he's very compulsive. Mm. He has compulsive behavior, but they didn't. I don't know whether, you know, I want to say research the role, but. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably not. They probably didn't. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> it's difficult, also, because. The way things manifest in, in Nigeria, like behaviors, we don't really know or observe them. So we have yeah. no idea. Mm. Um, we, we get, and I see, this happens a lot in Korean dramas too, is where they 
assumes that's how people behave because that's what they see on television. Mm. So that's how somebody with OCD behaves, but it may manifest in a different culture differently. And I don't know whether we've actually, we have, we really have any sort of information as to how those behaviors or mannerisms present. I'm also a psych major, so. Mm, yeah, like I, I, I hear that coming out. <laughs> so yeah, but I did, um, what else did I like? I, I, the other thing I had an issue with, the women very much were, were um, plot, they weren't really integrated into the plot. I, I just felt they, they were, they were accessories. Which women? Like the, like, the main... I barely remember the girlfriend. Really? Um, I actually liked her. I really did like her as well. I really liked her. Because I felt she wasn't the typical girlfriend. I mean, she had yeah, a brain. 100%. Yeah, and she, 100%. Oh, she, she, you know, she was smart. But, but here's the thing. Sorry, I keep jumping in because I really no, do like okay, this it's okay. <laughs> Go for it. I think, I, think, I think as well, they did something. They didn't, they didn't tell the whole story from the perspective of, oh, and then he fell in love with this woman, and then it was all about the woman. It really was about the guy. It wasn't, it wasn't a romantic movie. Mm. The relationships, his relationships were actually multi-faceted, if that makes sense. He, he had to decide to kill his brother or not, his, his girlfriend or not. So it wasn't really just about her. So actually, I get your point that they didn't hold any sort of major part of the Well, actually, she did hold a major part of the plot. But it was really about the guy and his own struggles. And if you look at it from that perspective, I think you're like, you, you allowed to see that the other people just completely fall to the background. And it's really about his own desires, his own struggles, and you know, the, the crossroad at which he found himself. One other thing that I liked, though, was I liked the fact that you know, he'd been warned before. And I was wondering, how is this guy going to go from knowing all of this and genuinely being some stand-up guy who knows his ish to joining a cult knowingly? And I like that scene where he woke up in his bed because it kind of absolves him of the responsibility of having gone into it with his eyes wide open, if that makes sense. Do you remember that scene where he woke up and he was like, oh, it was just a dream. And then he put some water on his face and he saw the lines in his hands. And then he remembered that he'd been stamped on the back. and He really went into a fit of rage mm -hmm. in the bathroom by himself because he was like, oh, damn, what have I done? So mm -hmm. I think that really explained the fact that how could he be so sensible and still have made this wrong decision? So I think they, they used that scene. I don't know if they did it deliberately, but for me, it kind of explained Okay, so you didn't go into this with your eyes wide open. I get this now. I was wondering However, how towards the end, though, where he's just like, uh, I didn't know it was supposed to be like this or something like that. And I'm like, huh? That I didn't get. Did you yeah. guys see that? Yeah, because I was just like, but people warned you. But you, you knew. Know. Yeah. You knew. So that part of the storytelling, I was like, you, what you ever, else could I have told you? Really, really bad. You changed your mind. Really, really just bad. admit, you changed your mind. Ah, you know? There are some bad things you do. <laughs> when the thing hook you, you'll be like, ah. I didn't tell me. I've been told, oh but. I did on. not know. <laughs> come on. It's like this. You really need to look over your shoulder. Like, like, come on, guy, take responsibility. But don't you love to obey? I love to obey. Ah, I love to obey. I love to obey. I don't know why he was not the most of the film, but. Um, yeah, he wasn't, that's one, okay, that's one of the things that irritated me. One, and then two, I don't think there were re any real consequences, except mm. for the guy who actually killed his daughter and wife. I don't mm. think there was any real consequences for anyone. Yeah. And that, that really irritated me because 
I mean, if you're going to cut it, like the devil's not going to let you go because he stabbed yourself. I mean, I mean, you didn't, you didn't actually, you're, you actually didn't fulfill your deal with the devil. And if he's really the devil, really, is he going to be flying away on a jet plane? <laughs> I'm just like, okay, you, uh-huh. the father that was also, had also sacrificed. I mean, he, he literally murdered somebody else. And there's this whole uh, confrontation scene where he goes, he says something and the son answers back and, and he just glossed over that and continued on his way. I'm just like, somebody just is committed, just admitted something pretty serious. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean just the scene in the like office it. where he tells him yes. he's dad? Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, just, you are a murderer. Yes, and then they continued. They didn't, I mean, I'm, 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 we're very confused. Somebody and he's wearing his cassock and doing all. I mean, I just, I'm just all of this. Oh, well, he has been forgiven. That's why he went into ministry. Has he really? If he has been forgiven, he's not his own lineage being forgiven as well. And the son shouldn't have been part of the. So, yeah, I think definitely storytelling. You know, we need to work harder on that. Our stories. Um, yeah. That's just the bottom line. So we're getting other things. The production values are, are getting much better. Yeah. Right? The acting even. And I'm realizing what Nigerian actors needed was directors. I just feel like the acting is so much better now. I don't know what you guys think, but it's yeah. so much more natural. I was actually impressed with the acting in this film. I was. I was. Yeah. I was completely. Mm-hmm. The, scene, the scene where he met his girlfriend at that party was mm-hmm. so endearing it was so endearing like i was like i was like i was rooting for them like yeah, yeah <laughs> type thing <laughs> it was, it was just it was like i like the girlfriend the the, the first girl he was toasting because she went to the katherine heigl school of acting and i could <laughs> tell that that's what she's understudied to be able to get her mannerisms because i'm just like Yes, I know exactly who you watched to get this character. <laughs> <laughs> if I can tell which actress you understudied, I know that yes. you studied somebody. So this is what I'm noticing also, and I'm just like, oh, is it a problem or not? I am seeing certain Western styles of reacting. I think, Ibiemi, you said something about this earlier, where people react in a way, and you're like, do not, or maybe it was Tolu's, and you're like, do we react? You know, like, is, is, are these our mannerisms? I, I just sometimes I see some actors. I'm like, this is only boom mannerisms on a Nigerian person, really. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I guess yeah, but, but I mean, but that, that happens in real life as well, though, because we are quite Western in our ways. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think sometimes it's it's very affected in movies. Yes. You know, like, please yeah. calm down. Please, are you the only person that's been to abroad? Move. <laughs> Did he just that, touch my shoulder? That, yes, he touched her shoulder. Can I know, right? I know. <laughs> I, 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 I still don't understand that scene, to be honest. Neither do I. Like, the pat on the shoulder scene? Yes. Her, her, her character, to be honest, was... I did, exactly. I was like, was this necessary, really? Did we have to see... If you're trying to make a story tighter or a film shorter, yeah, could we have done away with this part? I guess they were trying to show us that he, deep inside, he said... He, He's a village at heart boy, you know, he was going for the, he wasn't going for the obvious choice, right? That everybody would expect him to be with the yeah, girl. Yeah. Very sophisticated and, you know, whatever. And went with this other more, I don't know, organic type relationship. But the, 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 the girlfriend too was very well spoken. I like the way she, she, mm. she articulated herself very well. She kind of mm. herself, 
like a proper girlfriend. Her acting, she's she really, she's a great actor, actress. Um, he as well, I think he was very convincing. Very convincing. Um, very, very convincing. He, I mean, their the love was, I was I was invested in their relationship. This is too much now. Listen to Killer D. Last <laughs> thing, this is like, what was she, what she kind of begging him, tell me something, or what was she saying? That line she kept repeating, I can't remember. And I'm just like, girl, you know what this is. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. As an aside, did you... Yeah. That's white party. Did you notice one auntie that was wearing yellow? One solitary auntie that decided to wear yellow to a white, all white party. <laughs> I don't remember that, no. Uh-uh, that auntie, why now? <laughs> As in, even, even the musicians that came to play were wearing white, but that auntie, if she decided, mba. Right, yellow top. I was like, ah, did the director not see this? Is it by force? Must she be there? <laughs> it must have been. Wow. There must have been some deal. Could they not borrow her white robe? I know, right? No, I think she was supposed to be in the movie. I don't know. Maybe she was one of the investors, producers, and she's like, I don't have white, but I'm. <laughs> <laughs> and I, sorry, I hate. I hate to be repetitive, but also, what did you think about the intimate scene that they shot? So. <laughs> It was just one, right? That one in the dark. Yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't like it. Oh, really? I get what they were trying to do, but they—I mean, I get what they were trying to do with the shadow, and mm. but it just made it look dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was. Yeah. Might, and then, well, why, you, see, you want to see? You, see, you want to see what's no, happening? No, but no. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, the thing about it, I—I I get what they were trying to do because intimate scenes in Nigeria aren't necessarily shot well. You don't want to get. You don't want to get banned. You don't want to get banned, right? Exactly. So I mean, it's it's very difficult to do those scenes in Nigeria. But I mean, it just looked. I mean, they could have done shots of shoulder or whatever and done better lighting. But this was just dark. Yeah, it was dark. And somebody actually made this comment on Twitter because you know he says you're beautiful, and the person was like, "How could he see?" <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> Anyway, so and, a and quick thought, thing. No, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. And I and I thought the the um the conversation was cheesy. It was super cheesy. Mm. It's not romantic. It was cheesy. Mm. Yeah. I quite like I quite like the scene before where they were dancing though. That's a bit better. That's a more yeah. romantic. Yeah. And again, that one I, I felt. Again, I I see them trying to like shoehorn that European or Western sensibility into <sighs> Nigerian. You know, it's it, it's not working. You gotta yeah. you gotta say. We have to figure our own stuff out. Exactly. Exactly. That's the worst. We're forcing these things. Yeah. Because we see them in Western film and then we feel like, you know, and like we don't. What do we must do? Yeah. We don't, we don't speak like that. We don't, you know. Yeah. You know. Rams. (laughs) When, when people are in relationships, the way we communicate, I mean, they got it better later on, like you said, when they were like, you know, sitting on the couch and they were like, I mean, yeah. when they were going through the final arguments, that was more reflective of who we are than, I mean, even the scene before, when they were dancing, again, more reflective of who we are, the mm. play, play, the kind of joking, like, you know, flirting kind of thing. And then they got to that scene, I'm just like, okay. Anyways, yeah. Lola, back yeah. to you. No, okay, yeah, so just a few, a, one more quick thing before we go, so that we're, you know, we're not accused of what we're accusing other people, so we keep it short and tight. Um, but one thing is, do you guys use um, subtitling when you're watching these? Um, when I did. Netflix? I had to. Yeah. I had to. I had to. And I have a huge problem with these um, Nollywood Netflix 
captions or subtitles. Tobe, not Toby, first of all. <laughs> Toby. <laughs> and, not, and, then, and then you too, they pass yourself. Becomes you truly do pass yourself. So anything that you, if, if they said you too became you too, I'm like, woo, it's going to be As a shock, you change the meaning of what the person is saying. Yeah. Like it was, they completely missed, there were some, there were some phrases that they completely oh, missed what was happening. Yeah. What they said and what's, Exactly. What, the, the how, does, how does it work actually? Is it is it like a, a computer thing imaging? Is I'm, it automated or somebody has to vet it? This is a human. This feels very human yeah. translated. That's the yeah. problem. All right, okay. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm, this is not a knock on anybody, but unfortunately, a lot of people who do these jobs don't necessarily have the grasp of English to actually make the so it's not not a knock but you it's not i mean if you get some of the best subtitlers um if you look at subtitles in, in nigerian movies they're awful they're really bad yeah, but but but, but here's the thing though isn't it difficult to actually translate um our native tongue whether it's in Igbo or yoruba or slang it's actually difficult to, to find like an english equivalent don't you think it's difficult, I think we do. I, th I think I think we do a lot of mental gymnastics, and we join a lot of dots in our minds because we understand the culture and we understand the context. So we assume that we'll be able to articulate it in English. But if I asked you, how do you say you two do, you two do pass yourself? How would you say that in a way that actually conveys the meaning in English? You two. Okay, yeah. Let's see. Let's let's try it. You two, they do pass yourself. You overestimate yourself, right? Doing too much, yeah, yeah. You're doing too much. I mean, to me, to be very honest, I think that they just need a better. Like honestly, I can't. I don't speak a word, not a single word of any other Nigerian language but English. But I understand enough pidgin to get pidgin, and I think they need that first level of translation, and they need like another level that helps them, like somebody who who has a better grasp of the English language because it's not, it's not, it's not the it's not pidgin or the local languages that are a problem. It's actually English. Mm. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's finding the equivalent in English here. Yeah. yeah. But even just some basic things like as a shop guy does not mean as a shop, S H O P guy. That's, you know, come on. And then somebody says, your father. And they say, speaking Igbo. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and the funny thing is that you could actually, that's just a, a simple F U. That's. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Olu, I think you should go into the business of doing subtitles for Netflix. They won't pay. <laughs> I don't have time for that one. <laughs> you hire people and then you, you know. Ah, yes, sir. That's a business idea for you. Well, that's very, just for just for you, that's another thing that I actually I really liked about this. They really, they didn't shy away from speaking pigeon oh, or yes. evil. Or you know, exploring exploring that sort of cultural side of things with the wedding wedding scene and all those mm -hmm. wedding scenes. Shamawa was like, please, if they have money, this is how their wedding would look. It's so budget. she wasn't buying that scene. She, she wasn't buying that one. But I think I really like, and for me, it was it showed it showed a really big part of the the, the culture as well, the which, which I think is important in these things. The church scene where people, first of all, the camera just showed us. Yeah. I was just like, oh, that was that oh. was beautiful. That was. Beautiful. I loved it. I loved it. Really I loved long it. for Nigeria. Yeah. You can't, you can't. You kind of forget that when you're on the ground and you're in traffic in Nigeria, it doesn't feel like that. Mm. When you're when, that that scene made you be like, I want to be there, and then you're in Nigeria and it's hot. And like, oh, <laughs> you're about to kill me. But 
for that scene, it, it was very nostalgic. It was. It really it just reminded me of growing up and coming out of church on a Saturday, you know, on a Sunday afternoon. Anyway. All right, guys. I took some. I just want to make sure there were other things. I think that's it. Um, just the little things again. The father tugging at the seatbelt after he had just given Namdi. Um, like yeah. a, was that deliberate? Was that deliberate? I loved it. I, I absolutely loved, loved it. it. Like I was like, I, exactly. I was thinking, I was like, was that on purpose or was that written as a script? <laughs> <laughs> I was hot. I what are the other things I loved about the scene was the way he actually turned and looked. I was I just know. like, yeah. yes, that's, that's a that's a Niger that's a Niger father. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and then the scene in the living room where the mother, the father, and the two guys were talking. That was nice. That was quite cool. Yeah. So I really like that scene. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, let's wrap it up. All right, well, thank you so much. This was fun. Uh, yes. next, next time we're going to be talking about the delivery boy. And um, one more that we add. We'll see. Maybe a light in the dark. Uh, let me see. What was the other one I said? Okay, yeah, yeah. delivery boy is quite cool. Yeah. Have you seen it yet? I have. Okay, so we won't say anything don't, now. Don't judge me. We've been on lockdown. <laughs> don't judge me. Oh, well. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of television. I, I can know. see the judgments in your eyes. Like, this one doesn't. No, 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 no. I no, no. we all have. <laughs> started. I have watched enough. I am like, I won't even get started. I'm even scared. Have... That I'm gonna overdo it, and I'll be like, I don't like TV or film anymore. <laughs> yeah. I have watched Bosch. I have watched so many. I mean, I'm watching Preacher. Which is not for the faint of hearts. There's so much TV, so much good TV out there. Yeah, so much good TV, actually. You're right. All right. Well, so just hang on a second. Um, people, it was nice seeing you all. Tune in for our next episode. Say bye. Bye. Thanks.